0: Hello, and welcome to the kickstartercoach.com podcast. This is John Garcia. I am exhausted. I just got back from the PGA show in Orlando. And you know what? I want to stick to my guns here and record episode two of the Follow My Journey uh, series here on the kickstartercoach.com podcast. Um, We're doing this and we're going to continue doing this because we are launching the next TGA game called Meeple Beach. We've teased a little bit uh, of it uh, and we're going to start really going gangsters uh, because we have picked a date. So I always tell everybody, you know, when they start telling me that they have all these ideas and plans and and things that they want to do. My first thing to just kind of put them right there on the spot is I say pick a date. And that's a tough one, but you know what? Until you pick a date, you know, let's say shit, shit gets real when you pick a date. You know, now it's not just making plans and, the, the, you know, I'll try this next week and try that. No. When you pick a date, so I worked in the music business for quite a while. <clears throat> I was even part of the song. I like to move it, move it. That's a story for another day. But we would put out a record every month. This is like dance music days. And what we what i did really i was the project manager what i did is i you know i had a street date and from that street date there's about 14 different real important measurable like benchmarks things that i had to hit in order for us to keep that street date and make it happen so you know from just you know everything that was involved in finishing the actual mix and then remixes and then you know artwork and credits and uh, getting it pressed and, and getting, well, you know, getting it mastered and then getting it pressed and then the pre-orders from the distributors. It's very similar actually to the board game, uh, you know, process and, and and how steps are done. But, you know, the, the thing that really makes it happen is that street date, you know, that launch date. So we have our launch date for April 16th. I love April for Kickstarter. That was our first um, Kickstarter in 2022. We did it in April. Last year, we did it in May. And it turns out to statistically, um, on Kickstarter, March is the the best month for successful campaigns. I think it's something like sixty percent of campaigns are successful in March. So people are maybe you know kind of shrugging off winter, ready for spring, and, and their finances are maybe recovering from the holidays. And so March is a great month, but April is a close second. So so that's um, that's exciting, super exciting. Um, So as part of that, you know, we we completed last week all of the, you know, back end, uh, which I showed you in the podcast, what we need to do to get the page done. It's approved. We're super happy about that. Um, So now it's a matter of really fleshing out that page. Obviously, until you launch, you have time there. But you really also need to set what you need to get done each week, you know. Because you want people to look at it, you want people that you trust to kind of review it. And really, that has helped me quite a bit, letting super backers in and kind of looking at the pledges and making sure it all made sense, making sure add-ons are correct, you know, all the stretch goals are correct. So, yeah, there's time, but you really want to get all that stuff done, you know, well in advance as well. So we'll be, uh, I'll be showing you that and and giving you an update next week. This week, you know, I was away all week. Uh, starting Monday, I drove up to Orlando, which is about three hours north of where I live. And it was the PGA show. So the PGA has their big, you know, golf show every year in January in Orlando. And, you know gen con is the biggest show i've ever been to and i still have my eyes on essen maybe for this year i know it's i know it's bigger um but the the throngs of people that walk through gen con it hasn't been rivaled with anything that else that i've attended to i mean gen con is really one of a kind but at the pga show they take over the entire convention center so i would say there is more like, like floor space i mean Shenkan takes over everything as well. Maybe it's just the layout, but the exhibitors are huge. I mean, you're talking about companies internationally, you know, mega million dollar companies that have these booths that are like uh, basically uh, a small shopping center within the convention center. And you have to, they literally build up walls because they don't want everyone to see exactly what their new lines of clothing are or other people to kind of copy it. So you have to kind of like walk in. I mean, it's, it's pretty intense And, um, you know, we were lucky enough because we support uh, a young man that plays golf. His name is Carter bonus and he's autistic and he has a a line of clothes called spectrum golf. Anyway, we met a couple years ago at another convention in Miami and he loves the TGA. I mean, it's actually, his mom told me the only game he plays outside of playing (laughs) real golf. So, uh, I was lucky enough, blessed enough that they invited me to be part of their booth. And because the prices for exhibitors at the PGA show are very expensive, 10 times what you pay in normal, like game cons, maybe, you know, Gen Con would, would rival it a bit, but still, um, you know, way out of our budget. So we were able to go um, and, and, you know, they offered us a little table there and we were able to demo the game. And... You know, we sold not that many because it's not a it's not a B2C. It's not. Yeah, it's not, you know, to consumers. It's it's all people only. You have to work in the trade of golf. But man, did we have we did sell some and we had just amazing reactions like everyone who played it. You know, it's such a good feeling because everyone who played it was amazed. You know, never seen this before. How do I get how do I get it? Um, How do I get it to I mean, we had Belgium, Germany. You know, Japan, Japan, Korea, uh, people from all over the world, you know, looking to now follow up and see what we can do to, to get the game there. So, um, you know, not every game and not everyone listening to, to this podcast um, has a game that can cross over to different industries. Uh, but maybe you have a theme that really just drips, you know, the game drips in this theme and maybe, maybe there is some kind of crossover. I mean, I've seen some basketball games, you know, card games for basketball. Maybe there is, you know, a sporting goods play for that game, you know, so it's definitely not for every game, but, but, you know, think about it because, you know, the board game community is tremendous, um, but getting sales up, you know, strictly through board game distribution is difficult. And that's part of why a lot of, you know, small publishers struggle. And so how do you, you know, get it to that next level? We have also gotten our game into the PGA Tour Superstore. And we did that through a retail consultant, consult with, uh, with Sam. So Sam Cornbloom consult with Kay, I'm sorry, um, is an amazing, you know, young man down here uh, in South Florida. And he reached out to me because he saw the game and he saw, he saw potential in it. Um, But there's no way that the PGA Tour Superstore would take a call from me with one SKU. We we also had to go through a distributor, even though they wanted the game, it still had to go through a distributor. They weren't going to buy directly from us. So, you know, there's a, it just, there's, those are things you need to explore. Those are things that take time. Those are relationships. Um, It took about eight months from the time we first sent the PGA store the game. And, you know, we're trying to work with, companies like dick sporting goods and golf town and golf galaxy you know because now the game actually we had a a reorder very recently from the pga tour superstore so even though you know a lot of people don't know the game and they just see it on the shelf and it's kind of an impulse buy maybe it's a gift um you know the point is we're not supporting the game necessarily by advertising it so that people know it when they see it in the store it's kind of getting its own um you know Attention, just just by being on the shelf. So to get a reorder from the PGA Tour Superstore is very promising. Um, and and the PGA show itself was was you know just inspiring. Just seeing other small companies as well. And if you have an opportunity to go to trade shows outside of your direct you know board game industry, uh, I would highly encourage you to do that. Even if it's just walking the floor and, and meeting other exhibitors, which is the first thing I did the first time I went to Gen Con, That's all I did last year we we were able to get a uh, some booth space through through uh, indie Game Alliance and Matt. so that that was awesome, and we'll be doing that again this year. So anyway, back from the PGA uh, show and and super pumped. And actually, while I was there, I heard from from Adam Adaletto, and he was at the London Toy Fair. And, you know, I didn't even know because <laughs> um he's been busy trying to get our our game also uh, completely shipped. Up to UK and EU he's handling that for our Kickstarter backers and it's been a challenge and it's been something that you know we were disappointed in in the length of time that it's taken so you know as a back as a as a backer as a as a Kickstarter you know uh designer of a game when you fulfill games it's 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 the most important thing you can do because you know you, you people have pledged this game and and taken you for your work that you're going to deliver. And to me, like nothing else really matters. Like maybe the game doesn't meet their expectations. Maybe, you know, things like that are are going to happen. But to the extent that you can control, you know, shipping on or around the dates that you promised, you know, whether it's the greatest game or not, you know, the the backers are going to respect you for that. And so in our first campaign, we didn't have really a UK partner in place and shipping was expensive and we were shipping it from the US, and so this time, you know, Aletto Games is our distributor in the UK. So we said, you know, it just makes sense. We'll ship all of the UK EU backers' games to you. You'll fulfill it. We'll reduce shipping costs and we'll speed up shipping time. Um, and another thing that I did, which I definitely think you should take note of, and and if you can, you should absolutely follow up on this, is our factory in China. You know, we had a conversation with them, and they were able to ship directly. To the Asia backers and all of the Australia backers, which we had quite a few, you know, combined that was over fifty backers in those two in those areas. And so, obviously, ship it here and then back to Australia or to or to Asia is super expensive. So we handled personally. Uh, uh, we handled here in the U.S. all of the U.S. and Canada and a few orders that we had in South America, and then our factory again they handled um all of asia and all of australia so asia and australia backers we usually get it probably the latest in most backing campaigns um got it first they got it way ahead of anyone else um and then unfortunately you know i'm really i'm upset and i am uh you know it's unacceptable to have the the four weeks or so delay uh between the us and the uk shipping so the point is you do want partnerships, you know, and, and the people at Aleto are amazing people. They really are good people. It's a small company. And I understand when you, when you're short-handed, when you're short on materials and things like that, but they are, a, you know, a good company, a quality company. And um, Adam, the owner there has apologized personally. And uh, as of today, you know, we have reassured the backers um, with updates on the dates but again, you know, learning this side of it is is to me really the most important and missing part of it. I mean, the marketing I knew and, and some logistic things I knew, but really delivering to the backers. And, you know, Kickstarter, it's a running joke, like I'm waiting for a Kickstarter for two years or, you know, they show the skeleton that's on the bench and he's waiting for a Kickstarter package. That's really not, a, you know, that's not the reputation that board game designers and publishers want to have and, and, and I think we need to take that much more seriously. Um, and you can you can do a much better job estimating shipping you know as you do more campaigns obviously you learn more but you, you need to really pad in if you think if the factory tells you it takes a month to make it and two months to ship it and you and you promise your backers three months from you know the time of the end of the you know campaign closing, you're cutting it way too close. You need to double that. You need to make it six months because best case scenario, you deliver in five months and you're going to have backers that, again, despite what they may think of the game, they're going to really give you a lot of respect because you came in ahead of schedule. Worst case scenario is you're a little bit late. You know, you definitely don't want to be you know, like some of these campaigns where maybe haven't even delivered uh, obviously that's the worst worst case scenario but delivering six months after the six months you know like a year and things like that i mean i would never pledge again for someone you know and i've i you know i've also <laughs> had to wait quite a bit on some on some campaigns and it's like it shouldn't be the norm it shouldn't just be like that's the expectation that it's gonna you know that what that um you know designers or or you know kickstarters are lying to backers about shipping times just to get a pledge no that's definitely not the right way and i don't think it's the case it's just inexperience um and and you know also being having high hopes <laughs> as a board game designer that you can deliver this thing quickly and but here's the thing the world does not stop for you so the the factory has other clients the distributor has other clients the fulfillment house has other clients and you're this in my case and probably most people that are here listening, you know, you're a small guy, you're not going to demand much attention, you know, your order of 500, 1000 games or whatever, is a drop in the bucket. So while they should respect you, because you're a paying customer, like everyone else, you know, think about it for yourself. And in situations you've been you put a priority on the bigger fish, right? You put a priority on on the ones that bring in the most money. <laughs> And that's just the way it is. So if you're gonna have this tight timeline, you're also expecting everyone else when the you know, the, from the factory to shipping fulfillment, you know, to kind of like, okay, they're gonna stop everything they're doing because John's game is there and we're gonna ship it out. No. Now, luckily for me, I have met uh, someone right here in South Florida. Um, anybody that needs Kickstarter coaching, you know, and, and needs fulfillment, I can definitely highly recommend um Diana at AMB Distribution. They did actually stop everything. And they got the games, you know, a couple weeks before the holidays. And the last week is another thing you need to understand. The last week of the year, almost everyone is closed. So they got 460-something games turned around in two weeks. I mean, almost everybody that backed us here in the U.S. and Canada, you know, received the game on time. There's always going to be a few exceptions. There's always going to be a few glitches. There's always going to be a few you know uh pledge managers that weren't filled out correctly and then you deal with that as they come up but if you could get 90 99% you know of your games done and in the in the right time frame the time you know window you're going to get people that are fans and now I want to say this before I move on is I've been transparent with my backers I had one backer uh Renee and I'm not sure if it's a man or woman because of the way they spell it um but you know that person went out of their way to say, hey, John, out of all the 20-something, you know, campaigns that I've pledged on, you've been the most communicative, professional, and transparent. So, and and that person said, and again, I'm not sure if it's he or she, I'm afraid to ask, but just Renee is, is one of those names, that you know, obviously, um, depending how you spell it, it could go either way. But uh, I'm so grateful, you know, to hear that because they it matters, you know, it matters to a backer and it should matter a hundred percent to you as well. Um, and, and then them, them saying that is the reason why even through this shipping delay in the UK, I was super transparent. I take full blame and responsibility for the delay, even though it's in a hands, you know, I need, I need to have a hundred percent understanding and transparency from a And I, and I haven't had that. And, you know, so Anyway, I went out there, I put another update on my Kickstarter campaign, and I explained again everything that was going on, no excuses, and here's the update. And immediately I got a response from a gentleman named Chris saying, understanding to a certain extent that it's a little bit out of my hands, but appreciating that I'm the person that's still 100%, you know, ex- explaining that I'm still responsible and um, saying, hey, man, John, you know, when you have something else, I'm, I'm going to back it. Because I think he sees that, you know, I do wear my heart on my sleeve and I put myself in those backer situations. And there is no doubt at all that without Kickstarter, the TGA would not be would not be. There's no other way I could be at this point. There's no other way I could have taken it from an idea to execution um, because the game itself just, you know, it was just too novel, and 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 just really, you know, this is what Kickstarter is made for. Not, you know, not going to harp on it, but not for large established publishers and designers that are just kind of pre-ordering games they're going to make anyway. So, so there's some good lessons there this week, and uh, I do want to want to take a second and thank again the TGA backers, and you know, we met some at the show as well at the PGA show, and people, that's a that's an amazing thing when you're not even at a board game convention, and people, oh yeah, I follow you on on social. I love the game. I saw the game, Um, you know, so, so, you know, thanks again to to the entire community. Um, I did hear from, so moving on a little bit, uh, we we did order the 20 copies of the promos for Meeple beach. So, and listen, as soon as I ordered them, as soon as I ordered them, I thought of an idea for a rule change and I reached out. Well, okay. Not as soon, but soon after now, China has Chinese New Year's right right around this time, and they closed down for weeks. I mean, nothing happens in that country for two weeks solid. And my rep told me, listen, if you want to get the promos in, you need to send it now because if not, we're going to be closed down and we won't have, you know, be open again until February 12th or something like that. So, I, you know, I kind of said, okay, well, these are promos. It's, you know, they're 99% done. There's some QR codes there that we're still haven't finished because we're going to do a video rule book. But I said, okay, let's let's go ahead and do this. Excuse me, we'll send a letter to the reviewers letting them know, you know, that there's some things that are still going to be updated. But anyway, I thought of a rule and it was too late. The, the You know, I reached out to them, but the rule book has already been printed. Um, it's not a major thing. It's one thing that we call like the pro rules, which are kind of variants. But I I think it's, you know, definitely needs to be in there. But, you know, that's that luckily that not luckily, but that's why you do the promo copies. And that's why you send out promo copies, you know, well in advance, because you may even get some feedback now from the reviewers that you can actually still tweak the game. You know, you still have a small window of time to tweak the game, because if the if the Kickstarter starts April, uh, you know, April 16th, It'll, it'll end in May 16th, right? And then you have about another 30 days to close the campaign while people are doing add-ons and finishing their pledge matter and all that. So, May, so you're talking June 16th. So from now to June 16th, we can still make changes on the game. But... June 16th, we'll be placing that order based on that Kickstarter campaign. And then that's pretty much it. You know, you you're going to have at least that version one of the of the game in that in that, you know, set of 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 components of rules of everything that you send in. So this is still, you know, a a learning time. You're gonna hear, you know, you know, now sending it to the reviewers is super important. It's probably it's one of the most important things for us. We're on our third campaign. So we have obviously a community and we have some trust and and people are going, to, so we have a lot more videos and everything like that um, of people playing. So we have that. And that's that's so huge. But we don't take that for granted. We still have to send this game, because it's new, it's different, to reviewers. And obviously, we're going to send it to the ones that have the largest communities, yes. But also, you know, I think the loyal fan base is even more important. You know, people that really trust the words of, of the reviewers and my good friend Rob Warren um, from Tabletop World, you know, he reached out to me uh, because he kind of got wind of the big box uh, of the family edition. And, you know, I had sent him the pro edition. He fell in love with it. He, he picked it as the top. Uh, it was number eight on the top 25 games of the entire year. So that was such an honor to make that listen. And, and, you know, I got a, a purchase right away right after that. So Rob is, is a huge influencer. He got us on miniature market as well. If you don't know Rob Oren, and he's not on your media review list, you definitely should put him on there. Um, but you know, I hadn't sent him the big box because it's the cardboard version. And I know, you know, he had such a great time with the pro version. Um, I had been sending him the pro uh, expansion separately. But anyway, I figured it is a good idea to send it to him because he's such a fan of the game. And I want him to also be able to talk about both versions. And so we got that out to him right away. He got it um, just the other day and he said he's going to be doing some stuff over the weekend on it. So even though we're waiting on the now the Meeple Beach to come, you know, we're still actually, you know, still every now and then we send some review copies um, of the existing game. And and there's nothing wrong with that, you know, um, just even though the game hasn't really evolved, you know, there's other expansions and, and things that not everyone has played yet. So want to thank Rob and looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, we are also announced and we'll be promoting it this week. I'll be hosting two webinars. Uh, one is going to be on Friday the 2nd and the other one's a Saturday the 3rd. Uh, and the webinar is going to be awesome. Like if you like this podcast at all, if you follow the TGA um I'm going to literally be walking through this entire book, the kickstart my game uh, guide It's 56 pages. I mean, the webinar will be at least an hour, but it's a blueprint. It's an exact blueprint of what I did. And I, I can go into detail here. This is not just fluff. I go into detail with the type of ads that I did, the type of audiences that I targeted, um, different lead generation ads, the email campaigns. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's a lot of the stuff that I cover in the coaching. I thought, you know, if you're interested in the coaching, you get to see this webinar, you get to really kind of see the meat and potatoes of what the program is about. And then obviously, you may not even that may be enough. And there's going to be it's going to be tremendous content. So it's on our website, kickstartercoach.com forward slash webinar, you can register there. And then we'll send you a zoom link depending on which day you pick Friday or Saturday. So this week, you know, we'll kind of obviously do a little, you know, a little warm up to that and and, and spend some time, you know, working on that. But that's for, for next Friday. Um, And um, the other thing I just kind of want to actually end with is getting back to the Kickstarter. So we finished the, you know getting the 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 page or the Kickstarter campaign approved, we now have a link that we can send to people, which is the coming soon kind of link where people could sign up for follows. But here's the thing, like if you send that out and, and people start doing that, that's great. You want to get as many people on there as possible, but you cannot communicate with those people. Kickstarter does not give you their email addresses. It doesn't give you any any contact information at all. All you see is followers, 10, 15, 20 and so on. And. Um, And, you know, our goal is to be close to, you know, around 400, um, and I look at uh, other campaigns that are out there, like my like my buddy TK with uh, Galactic Cruise has over six thousand people. That at last check, I haven't checked in a week. I mean, you know, there's a there's some funny uh, you know post going around that he's gonna fund in in 120 seconds. And I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, the game is amazing, and what they do slowly, methodically every day is is just the right way. If you want to look at a campaign. And, a, and an entire uh, program that's done it right, you know, look at TK and look at Galactic Cruise, because, you know, even as a marketer, and even as a coach, you know, I'm learning from them, I'm learning how they're, they're giving rewards, you know, on their Facebook page based on followers. Um, they're giving away, you know, I think game copies, and just the emails, and how they're keeping that community engaged is, that's, you know, Kickstarter one on one right there. And that's <laughs> that is the the basics of a of a positive uh campaign. So the thing that I wanted to express is that even though you have that link and you have that Kickstarter page ready, don't start promoting it without first at least asking for that person's email through your landing page and through your or through your website. So the idea is we're going to start running, you know, promotions and ads <laughs> and we want them first to come to our page and sign up for a new fresh list for Meeple Mania. So even though we have 5,000 names. You know, maybe not all of them have interacted recently. Maybe not all of them are engaged. So we want to make sure that all of those people, you know, they're aware, obviously, of the campaign. So opt into the sp- specific Meeple Mania, you know, campaign and then link to the Kickstarter um, page so that they can follow the, the Kickstarter as well. So you want to really get both things done. Because again, if they just follow the Kickstarter, that is great. I'm not going to argue with having four or 500 people on Kickstarter following the the campaign that I can't communicate with, but I definitely would prefer to be able to communicate with them. So it's most likely somebody that knows you, follows you, right. And all that, but you still want to be able to to capture the, the, and, and like refresh the list. So that's my, that's been my coaching advice to some people that are launching right now. Um, and that's pretty much it we have a lot uh, lined up for next week but we're going to start sending out some emails to people that we want on our on our uh, podcast i could tell you that ignacio from portal has already agreed uh, Rob Lauren uh, from Tabletop World, has already agreed. We're gonna have. Uh, I, I want some distributors on there. We obviously want um, you know, board game designers to to be the large part of it. But we're even gonna have super backers on this uh, podcast as well. So we, you know, we're gonna start recording them soon, and probably you know, launch the podcast um, you know, you know probably the beginning of March. So February will be just kind of building up that, that you know, that those episodes. Um, but in the meantime, you will be following my journey, uh, like you did here today. Um, please feel free, you know, always to comment and and ask questions or things that you want me to address. Uh, but next week there'll there'll be some some really cool things as we go into some detail again about building out the Kickstarter page and the kind of promotions that we want to offer because there's a lot of debate on these day one promotions. And you know what, I have a pretty strong opinion on that. I'll just leave you with this. I think. As a small first-time board game designer, slowly growing his brand, I want to thank everybody who pledges on day one because I know how important that is and to build momentum and get on, you know, all of the Kickstarter algorithms and things like that. I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with extending a gift either as a discount or as an add-on or whatever, you know, that's what we're going to work on next week for anyone who pledges on day one. We're gonna I'm looking at a unique way of doing that this year so no one can feel alienated um, because uh, pricing on our Kickstarter page is definitely going to be discount pricing from retail. So no matter what, everyone wins by pledging on the Kickstarter. But the day one people are the people that you know are all in and are making really such an impact on the success of your campaign. So to go out of your way to thank them, um, I think is only right. And and my campaign will do that. So we'll we'll go through that next week. Hope you tune in. And uh, thank you for either watching or listening to episode two. And until next week, uh, happy gaming, guys. Take care.